Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's a Sunday, the sun's out, the kids are away and I'm outside rowing. Anyway, so today's workout is going to be a 30 minute row. Now this one, I'm not going to pace for one set of people, I'm going to pace for everybody, okay? So this is how we're going to do it. If you are a beginner rower, what I want you to do is nine minutes of rowing at right about five out of ten intensity. And then I want you to then take one minute, either light rowing or stand up and stretch yourself off, okay? And you're going to do that three times and that's going to make up your half hour. If you are a little bit more experienced and you have a 2k pace uh, that you can base your rowing on then I want you to row a straight 30 minute piece at 20 strokes a minute and you're going to do this at 2k plus 18 pace and that makes it a bottom tier foundation fitness building workout. If you want to make it a little bit tougher then I still want you to row at 20 strokes a minute but this time I want you to do this at 2k plus 15 seconds and then finally for those top tier people that really want to get a tough workout I I want you to see just how far you can get in 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute. So you're just going maximum power for 30 minutes. Just let's see exactly how far you can go and make sure to post your results to either the podcast or this YouTube video and let me know how you get on. As for me, I'm going to be rowing this one as the bottom tier foundation. I'll explain why during the warm-up. And as for the warm-up, we're going to do the four-minute warm-up that we always do. And we start off by setting up the machine. Go to your drag factor. Ah, it's on the other side of my machine. I can't show you. If you're on the concept, do make sure and set up your, your drag factor where you want it to be, where you need it to be. If you don't know about drag factor, please check out the various videos and things spread all over the internet. But I also have one on my YouTube channel. Crikey, this intro is long. Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height if you can. Concept 2, obviously you can, but if you're on a water row or something, there's a chance it's down quite low. And finally, try and fit, set your foot stretches at a point where you are able to comfortably get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing into a vertical position. I'm taking my shoes off and I'll show you. As you get to the front, shins pointing vertically, okay? And you shouldn't be all bound up and things. So, four minute warm up. I'm going to do this at 18 strokes a minute. And we're just going to start with a nice, gentle pressure, kind of the same as if you were doing a body weight squat, okay? Down with the shades. Here we go then. In three, two, one. Let's go. Now, like I say, power-wise, you're just doing this as a bodyweight squat while you just get used to how your body feels. Okay, so for a start, you're doing a quick check for does anything hurt while you're rowing? Once you're sure you're okay to row today, you can then start thinking about your sequencing, making sure to push with the legs, and then at the same time that you push with your legs, that's when you pick up the flywheel or water wheel with the handle. So that leg power should transfer directly into the machine through the handle. There's no point in you pushing hard with the legs if that force doesn't connect. Because otherwise all you're doing is that. No power goes through. Sorry podcast people, you have no idea what I just did. 
Just imagine a giant butt scoot. Not a giant butt. The butt scoot is big. Right, start increasing the pressure a little bit. Don't want to go too hard, but kind of a five out of 10 intensity or from a 2K pace point of view, right about 2K plus 20 by now. It's just a warm up. It's not too intense. Now, if you're gonna do the 30 minute full whack today, keep rowing. Don't do the single leg drills. If you're gonna go for the max effort one, I want you to keep rowing to make sure to warm up. Otherwise, after this stroke, put one foot in the ground and carry on rowing. My grass is wet, so I'm hunting for where my shoe is. Wet from morning dew. So yeah, so keep rowing with one leg in, one leg on the ground. It just helps with compression. A little bit of sequencing. Again, just lets you get to know your body, what's going on while you're rowing. Swap feet. Continue rowing. Still want you to make it feel as though you're properly rowing. I don't want you to do anything weird to your stroke. Or anything weirder than having only one leg in. So still hinging forwards and backwards over your hips. Pushing with your legs first. One more stroke. Now let's put both feet in, straight legs. Roll with your back and arms. This one I've got to be careful with, as the reason I'm taking it easy today is that I pulled a muscle in my back last week. This is my first roll back in about what, six days. That's all right. This doesn't hurt, so it's a good thing about warm-ups, you get a chance to do a sit rep for your body. Okay, opposite, arms straight, roll to the front, push out with your legs this time. Keep your arms straight, lean into the front of the machine, push out with your legs. Keeping your arms straight and hopefully keeping that forward lean. Working on that timing between pressing with your feet and connecting with the flywheel or hamster wheel or water wheel or I don't know what other wheels you get, ferris wheel, who knows. All done with the warm-up. Make sure and stretch off your back if you've got any underlying pain, which hopefully you don't. If you do have any kind of pain, make sure and take a sensible pace approach to today's row, okay? Regardless, keep moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink, and then I will uh, describe one more time what it is that we're doing today. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. Okay, so once again, today's row is going to be 30 minutes at 20 strokes per minute. And there's four different ways you can do this. If you're a beginner rower and you have no idea about 2K pace, then I just want you to row nine minutes at round about five out of 10 intensity, bearing in mind one out of 10 is sitting on the couch eating a bag of Watsits, and 10 out of 10 is rowing so hard that you fall off the machine. So you kind of want to be in between there, okay, where you're rowing 
hard enough that you're slightly out of breath, but you can still have a conversation and you're not feeling too tired, okay? Just to get you through this 30 minutes. So you're going to do that for nine minutes, and then you take one minute where you either row a lot lighter, or you kind of stand up and stretch off your backside and all that kind of stuff, okay? Because maybe the first time you've rowed for 30 minutes, so I want to make sure that you're um, comfortable doing so. If you are a little bit more experienced and you want to do this as a fitness building uh, bottom tier row on my pyramid intensity tier system, then do this one at 2k plus 18 seconds, but still at 20 strokes per minute. If you want to be a mid-tier row, then do this one at 20 strokes per minute still, and at 2k plus 15 pace, okay? So it's a little bit faster, and that intensity is going to make it feel like a really tough row. Or if you want to make it super tough to the point that afterwards you are going to be lying on the floor, grass, whatever, then go absolute max power for that half hour and just try and see how far you can get for your half hour row at 20 strokes a minute. And make sure to keep it at 20 strokes a minute, okay? You want to do exactly 600 strokes. Follow me, of course, for this, and that way you'll get your 600 strokes if you follow me for stroke rate. Um, and then to see exactly how far you've gone, and then let me know how far you have gone. Now, like I said, I'm going to be doing this as a bottom tier row, the slower 2k plus 18 pace but i will try and remember you lovely folks and all your different tiers and talk to you individually um and well not individually I mean, what we're going to do come over and actually sit in your garage that's not going to happen right I'm talking way too much this is probably why people switch off eh so sunglasses on make sure you're nice and see the whole point of these kind of long intros in between is to make sure you get your atp back in your muscles it's actually there's a point the science to my waffle <laughs> Okay, you ready for this? 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute. In three, two, one, let's go. So for everybody, you are taking one stroke every three seconds. And then it's just what kind of power you are laying into the machine that makes a difference. Now there is a good chance that those of you who are rowing at a five out of 10 effort level and those of you who are rowing at a 2k plus 18 pace are actually rowing at the same intensity. But I don't want to assume that everybody has a 2k training pace. Which, and I know it's a little bit late to say this, but what I'm on about is that you row a 2000 meter time trial divide the result by four and that gives you your average time to cover 500 meters in a 2k and like a proper your best TT pace and that is your 2k training pace so if your average was 205 and I say 2k plus 20 then you row at 225. Just a really easy way to describe pacing and to kind of unify everyone in terms of the relative intensity. Because from an intensity point of view, 2K plus 18 should be the same for everyone. It's just that the actual pace you're rowing at is different. Some of you might be at 203, some of you might be at 153. Oh. Family's home. I wonder if we're going to get any gate crashes today. 
Oh. So, let's talk technique for a while. Just now that we're two and a half minutes into this, you should be properly warmed up. Those of you who are trying to squeeze out as much power as possible should be powering along, feeling the intensity, but shouldn't be too much too soon. But for everybody, it's really important to think about technique based on what you're trying to get out of today. Be it efficiency, fitness, power, muscle building, or just an all over body fitness workout. If you don't have something close to good technique, you can be missing out on quite a lot of that. And worse, you could cause yourself injury if you're trying to get maximum meters with the poor technique. So, let's assume you've never watched one of my videos before. Where have you been? I've been doing this for... I don't know, when did I, when did I start? 2018 maybe? 17, 18? Where have you been? The rowing stroke. There are different stages to it, which I refer to when rowing. So the front of the machine, right before you're about to take a stroke, here, is known as the catch. Okay, because you're about to catch the flywheel or catch the water. And key there being you're about to. So you're setting yourself up technique-wise, position-wise, to be able to catch the flywheel or water and be able to put all your power into it. And all your power comes from the drive. Okay? Drive. That's the drive phase. When you're putting the power into the machine. Right at the end of the drive is the finish. Finish. And that's basically getting you into the right position at the back of the stroke. Then, the release. That's when you release the handle and start to recover back to the front of the machine. Which is then the next phase, the recovery. So, the stroke can be divided into catch, drive, finish, recover. Oh no, wait. catch, drive, finish, release, recover. Forgot one, idiot. 
<laughs> now, technically, in terms of putting the power in the machine, the most important phases are the catch and then the drive. Everything else, so the finish, release, recover, are all about making sure that you are set up in a good position for the catch and the drive. It's not to say there is, they're not as important as the catch and the drive, but as you're not actually putting any power into the machine at the release and the recovery, you kind of are at the finish. If I had to choose a favourite child, it would be the twins catch and drive with finish being that awkward middle child and then release and recover being the younger children that actually becomes very important to pay attention to and that's where my analogy runs out but anyway that's the importance of the stroke but then you have to start looking at your body position first and foremost in the catch to be able to put that power into the machine and hopefully almost nine minutes in you're in the right place to start really thinking about what your body position is so as you come into the catch at the front of the machine here's what you need to do arms straight body tilting over the hips and leaning in to the front of the machine not too far as you're looking at me in the video we're only talking 11 o'clock on the clock face so you're not prostate you're not coming in like this prostate yeah not prostrate so that'd be something completely different and then remember I said in the warm-up about shins vertical so you slide far enough forwards for your shins to be pointing straight up okay so you come to the front straight up if you aren't getting to vertical then you will be missing 
a certain amount of compression of your body which then springs out from the front to lay in the power so try to get too vertical if you can if you can't well there is a chance it's your flexibility in which case work on that but it could also be that your foot stretchers are set too high and the angle of your ankles and shins etc is just really binding you up and you can't quite get into that shin's vertical position at the front now if your foot stretchers are too low then you can actually over compress go sliding too far forwards which really becomes an issue more of power in that you can have a bit of a power leak if you over compress at the front because as you come forwards your body like I say it coils up like a spring and it's really wanting to release itself and the trick is to kind of wind yourself up and then release yourself into the machine but if you over compress what can happen and certainly what happens to me is that your butt shoots out from the underneath you before you connect to the flywheel on your machine now also must be said that over compressing at the front can lead to injury so if you are going way past shins vertical or you are really rolling your back in and overstretching with a very slumped posture that can cause injury because that's what I was doing a few days ago I was trying to squeeze out more pace on the machine and watching the video back I could see that I was really rolling in at the front over compressing <clears throat> and that's what pulled the muscle in my upper back so you want to be arm straight forward lean the right amount of compression with a powerful strong posture so up on your sit bones and a strong back 
So again, you don't want to be all curled in in a C shape, which you see a lot. People that are really hunkered down and squashed at the front, which usually happens from rolling their hips back and they're just going back and forwards, which I can really feel is hurting my lower back. So let's get back up again. Get back up to pace as well. Slips right off there. So you want to be up on the sit bones, hinged forwards. I'm not talking as straight as a plank. I'm talking powerful. There's really a lot to think about for the catch when you think about it. But even if you take these 10 strokes at a time, so think about arms straight as you come in for a few strokes, then think about forward lean, then think about how far you slide, then think about posture. And to be honest, I think right now I'm up near, well, I don't know actually, say 50 million meters that I've rode since I started doing this a bit more seriously in 2013. And I'm still constantly trying to address getting the right position in the catch. Hopefully, more often than not, I get it right. But just because I might be getting it right doesn't mean I don't need to focus on it. in order to not let any wee gremlins pop into my stroke. So then, in the catch position, nice relaxed arms. You get ready for the drive. An important thing here is that you hold those straight arms and that forward lean as you push with the legs. Push, push, and try to hold your body position for as long as possible so that basically as you're handle is about to pass your knees, only then do you swing over your hips into a backward lean and pull in those 
super cool arms. I wish mine were super cool. It's quite hot today. So, especially for you folks trying to go for max meters here and probably the 2k plus 15 folks too you really want to concentrate on holding that forward lean with straight arms because not only is that the most efficient way to get your leg power into the machine it's also the way to limit your chances of injury because if you're going hard and you either pull early with the machine with the handle sorry then you're risking shoulder and forearm injuries and you're leaking a lot of power or if you open your back up too early then again you're losing all that power that you could be putting in from that backswing and you're also taking the full force of the stroke through your lower back when you swing back right at the front which trust me will cause a sore back if not injury once you're starting to take up the intensity and duration but really take all of that out of the equation and assume that you're rowing either for power and speed or for fitness and a all over body workout if you swing your back too soon then you're losing power and you're completely shortcutting your back so that all over body workout that you're looking for is not so much all over body so yeah drive swing pull drive swing pull you will have heard it probably more commonly as legs body arms legs body arms And try and get that sequencing right especially if you're new see if you can get 
the sequencing drilled into your body right from the very get-go you're gonna find it much easier through your rowing career time whatever you want to call it whereas if you row tens if not hundreds of thousands of meters with a poor technique it's really hard to drill that back out of you again so that brings us to the finish hang on <laughs> you're okay <laughs> sorry Julie is out wondering about where I set up the camera can she walk past she'll never appear on camera did you anyway the finish so you drive with the legs swing with the body and then that's when you pull in powerfully with your arms and I mean powerfully I've been telling you from the front of the machine not to use your arms so your wee arms are like come on coach let me in I want to play once you get into the back of the stroke the show's all theirs your legs are done your back's done so it's time for your arms to step up and show the machine what they're made of powerful pull in squeeze your shoulder blades together to wring another watt or two of power out finish with the handle right about sternum height opinions vary for the actual height but I'd suggest not finishing with it up at your handle up at your handle up at your neck don't finish the handle the handle what are you on about heat stroke sunny day in Glasgow heat stroke is guaranteed I can feel my bone straightening from the sudden injection of vitamin D anyway hopefully that meander gave you a chance to think about where your handle finishes but yeah right about sternum height is best which is where your bra strap is if you wear a bra strap or round about where your heart rate monitor will be sat and that should get the power into your stroke and then it becomes about the finish the release and the recovery you're already pulling your arms into a finish but the important thing is you maintain 
a powerful posture. Okay, so don't slump at the back. No. Gollum-esque. Lurch-like collapsing of your body. Stay powerful. Open your sit bones. Ready to tilt back over your hips again. Can actually help to think about always staying forwards with powerful posture. Because as you finish, you naturally lean back. But if you're thinking just about posture, then the lean takes care of itself. And your posture should then be key. It's a good ab workout, it's nothing else. If you finish with a good posture at the back, then your abs get a real good workout. If you collapse at the back, tuck under, your tailbone underneath you and roll your hips back, your abs are like, what about us? So let them in on the game. And then, the speed you pull the handle at into your body, release it at the same pace. Ta-da! And then, once you've released it, that's when you tilt over your hips Oof. to get into position so that once the handle is past your knees, all you have to do is bend your knees and you will effortlessly, like a little butterfly, roll to the front of the machine with your arms straight and body tilted forwards. So remember I said the recovery is all about setting yourself up. So this is where you set up your position for the catch is here, right before you bend your knees. Because what you don't want to do is carry on bending as you're rolling forwards. Okay, get into position, roll. And that helps with your posture, your position, and helps you concentrate on nice, relaxed arms, like a zombie. Don't want to be tense as you come forwards, okay? You're not rigid. Nice and relaxed. You never see a tense zombie. So, arms out, shoulders relaxed, nice and loose, ready so that when you drive, you can brace against the power. All right then, three strokes to go. Last one. <sighs> kind of a thorough technique chat today. A few deviations into Johnisms, but uh, hopefully you're okay with that. That it wasn't just a 
history of me rowing or DJing or whatever. I'm not ignoring you, don't worry, I'm trying to find my two minute cooldown on Erg Zone. Maybe I'll edit that bit out. There we go. Two minute cooldown coming up. Okay, so this is gonna be very similar to the warm up, just run about 18 strokes a minute and run about body weight squat pace. Unless you have just done the 30 minutes of full power, in which case start this at kind of 2K plus. 15 to 18 pace and then quite quickly slow down. Here we go then in three, two, one, go. Because you always want to cool down. Don't just stop suddenly and let whatever acids and stuff camp out in your muscles because that's what causes the muscle soreness. You can get into the habit of cooling down and having a stretching session afterwards. Again, you're going to reduce your chances of injury, which really, you shouldn't be getting injured on a rowing machine. You might, when you first start rowing, suffer just a little bit of discomfort from muscles that have been used or squashed for the first time. But once you do about, I don't know, seven or eight sessions, you should find that your body has got used to it. And that you're then able to row without discomfort. Now it just comes down to what your goals are in terms of you trying to get fitter, faster, stronger. You wanting to row for longer periods of time. Do you have a plan to do a half marathon? And it just comes down to focus and being willing to spend time on the machine. And hopefully, see what I'm hoping is that my wee videos keep you going in that regards. I do try to say different things. I try to give you different locations. Wear different t-shirts, different haircuts. Tell you some dad jokes. All with the goal of trying to keep you entertained and motivated to continue rowing. There we go, that's my two minutes up. You can continue to cool down, of course. You don't have to stop just because I did. Especially if you just did the 30 minutes max. Maybe spend a little bit longer just to make sure that you cooled down. Anyway, so that's it. Nice video in the sun. Let's hope this is the start of summer. I hope that you are all staying safe. Please make sure and leave a comment on the podcast or the YouTube or Facebook or send me a smoke signal or, I don't know, answers on a postcard. But yeah, let me know how you got on. I do hope you enjoyed it. I will see you in the next video. Let's all get stronger and fitter, faster, stronger, healthier, less back pain together. Be well, stay safe. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.